Opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning, WISN, the Retirement Clinic. Welcome to the program with your host, Aaron Kowal. I'm Paul Cronforce, Kowal Investment Group. More on that in just a bit. And we got a guest to get to. So, Aaron, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Fantastic. And welcome back. You're in the big chair. Oh, yeah. You're hosting the show today. The big chair. Don't let don't let that go to my head, Paul. <laughs> yeah, it's the big chair. Oh, yeah. Good show with our guest today. And I'd like to welcome back. We'll introduce right, right away here, Brian McGillis, because we've got Brian the entire hour. Brian, good morning. Thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. You must have done well last time. <laughs> for about the second, third, maybe fourth time. Something they've like had that. Me he does well every time. Yeah. Then it's every time. Uh, a fixture. Insurance. Your life is insurance. That's what we're going yeah, to talk I about. Live. Why so are you laughing, that's Paul? That's all we do. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, the name of your company is? McGillis Insurance. And we've been around for just about 60 years here in the Milwaukee area. Now, uh, all types of insurance. I mean, we talk about uh, home auto business insurance is what we specialize in we represent a number of different insurance companies across the board so as independent agents we get the opportunity to represent and quote people's insurance with different insurance companies and it really allows us to give them the best coverage the best premium that they need for their specific situation yeah so i go to a guy like you and i say i need auto and you shop around and find me the you, best auto. You got it. You got it. That's what we do. Well, and the Cobal Investment Group, obviously, you work closely with McGillis Insurance. Yeah. yeah uh, I've known Brian forever, going back to Little League. Uh, he played with my brother. I played with his yeah. brother, uh, but known him and the family forever. Uh, I, I endorse him, too. I use uh, Brian for our insurance, and uh, he's just been uh, fantastic for us. So, but, but it's really nice to be able to work that into... Uh, what we do with our clients because it's all part of part of preserving and protecting clients' retirement. And uh, if you don't have that base, you think about like a like a pyramid. And we look at the insurance a lot as the the base of the pyramid, making sure that your insurance, that your estate planning, that everything is is protected there, because you you could be doing really well. Your business could be making a ton of money. Uh, you could be doing great at work, but if there's something that's overlooked. Uh, and you aren't covered for some of that, that could be bad news. And that's where we bring in uh, Brian uh, to take a look and make sure that the clients are, are taken care of. And you know, he looks at it from the client's perspective as well. So uh, I don't know if you want to expand on that at all or tell me how right I am. Well, in addition to that, <laughs> in, in our part of our job is, is making sure that the right insurance coverage is in place yep. to protect those assets that the Coal Investment Group and firms like that are, are growing for you and working with you. So we, we review things with our customers on an annual basis, as does the Coal Investment Group. So it's important to know what you have, what type of insurance coverage you have, because you don't want to be that one to make the phone call to your insurance agent and just after the claim say, hey, by the way, is this covered? And that's one of the worst uh. <laughs> questions we get. Uh, we, we hope you know what you have. It's important to review that with your professional insurance agent, uh, on at least on an annual basis, if not more. Yeah, and that's something we, when we talk about clients, we we'll talk to clients about the insurance. Uh, you know, it's like how often do you have this reviewed? 
Um, and you know, just when I got it, and you know, I just send in the the premium checks uh, every year. And one of the things, and you could talk about your process and how you help people, but that one of the things that I've noticed, uh, just with my own personal planning with our business too, is we'll get a policy that's great for us, uh, but a lot of times insurance companies price themselves. Uh, higher, and so we'll be getting an increase. Uh, so then we will say, Brian, Brian will call and say, Hey, your premium is going up by whatever dollar amount, but we found another company that will do it for less. You want to talk about that a little bit? And it really ties into what we want to talk about first, which is inflation. So, in, in the right. past, in years past, if your premium went up 5%, 10%, or 50, 100 bucks, you'd get a contact from us. We would tell you, hey, you need to stay right where you are. Or, boy, oh boy, it's been a few years. We've got some other insurance companies that might be the best fit for you. But now come into today's world of inflation. And here we are with. What inflation? It's, has, it, has, it, has it hit yet? Yeah. yeah. But, but right. our, our transitory. transitory. There, there it is. <laughs> You'll be going blind. It hits the insurance industry a lot harder than people would think. If, if there's a recession, it typically doesn't impact the insurance industry. Uh, recession, things are going down. Typically, your insurance premiums are going to stay pretty constant. But when it comes to inflation, our business is so reliant on the building trades, on contractors, on auto body, auto repair industries. So, for example, I personally smacked a deer on I-43, very near where Paul lives, and oh. I was heading south on I-43 near Sockville, and I smacked a deer. There's a lot of deer up there. There, there is. There's and, a lot of deer in right around here, too, in Greenfield. And I'd be surprised if you didn't smack a deer. I've right. heard all of the stories about it came out of nowhere, and this one did come out of nowhere. Was it at night, Brian? It was at 5.15 in December, which means it was pitch dark. Oh, yeah. You couldn't see a thing driving. I was going 70 miles an hour. I was going the speed That's limit. That's the speed limit there. That's yeah. the exactly. official story. And it hit the <laughs> middle of the truck. And $20,000 later, wow. I had a deer claim. Well, first off, no injuries? No. Well, you know, I'm okay. Okay. So, yeah, the seat belt, seat belt saved lives, folks, yeah. because that, I had a nice seat belt bruise from it. But the good news is- The deer I did, had, did the, not do so- He, he, uh, he did not live to tell the tale. Yeah, yeah. And no, that was uh, <laughs> a, a quarter of a mile back, and I wasn't going to walk back for yeah. it. So. Well, part of life in our state, these things happen. It's called an accident, right? Correct. It can happen Correct. in your house, on your property, in your car. In your case, luckily, it could have been worse, right? And, and I've paid insurance premiums all these years and never had an accident, and then sure enough- the good news is I had an insurance company there to back me. Now, we're talking about inflation, and really the purpose of this was how much did it cost? That cost way more than it should have. And it's not the auto body shop's fault. They're doing the best they can to repair the vehicle, order the parts, and they have to charge for labor. So yeah. the, the so you is a truck? And it was a truck. $20,000 of damage. Twenty thousand, And it didn't total the vehicle. Isn't that crazy? Boy, that's wow. amazing yeah. that it wasn't considered total. And again, this is the there's a process after accidents, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. And so you you send it in, and this was early in December. I did not get my vehicle back until the beginning of February, <laughs> and that's important for people to know that the part shortages that are out there goes along with inflation. So if you are in an accident, just there's an expectation, or if something happens to your home, if there's hail damage or siding damage, it's going to take time. 
Oh, every contractor on my Saturday remodeling show, Brian, the supply chain, it's big time. Wait for windows, for siding. Certain things are quicker than others. Car parts, it's going to be the same thing. Correct. And, and, and what we do is try to explain the process to the customer. So what we do in our insurance industry is make sure that people are aware of the process. But let's just talk about cars, for example. Now, thankfully, I have a 15-year-old driver who is not ready mm-hmm. to drive the car that's sitting in the garage. So guess what car I drove the next few months? That one. Oh, so, not, not bad, right? Not everybody but has that luxury. Every, correct. Not everybody has that. So there's an insurance coverage called rental car expense. Well, that's typically covered up to 30 days. Might be good for listeners to double check to make sure they have that coverage, especially individuals who are one car or two car households who rely on that to get to work or rely on that to get around and go to the grocery store. Make sure you have that coverage on your policy, but also understand there's a limitation with pretty much all insurance companies Mm -hmm. to 30 days. So if it's like me and it takes 60 days, you need to disaster prepare. You need to prepare for, okay, it's going to take a little bit longer. I need to understand I'm going to have to rent a car. Or I need to work with kids and friends and family. And we'll get into that in a little bit too as far as the ramifications of using someone else's car or boat or house or VRBO, all the insurance ramifications of that. But it's important to know what you have on your policy, and that'll help you at least at claim time know, okay, there's going to be some more out-of-pocket expense than I anticipated. Helps me do my job better, helps you prepare for your retirement and your planning and and going forward. So if you have um, you know, have a claim, uh, does it does it come and they have the rental car? Does that cover like what if you want to use like an Uber or something, or does it have to be a traditional rental? Sure, a great question. Uh, well, Uber is typically you know when when someone else is picking you up, you're sitting in the back of their car, not a problem. But if I as a customer, if I as a consumer want to be an Uber driver. That has huge implications on whether you should or shouldn't contact. You need to, Well, first of all, you need to contact your insurance agent. Yeah. If you're an Uber driver and you think you're covered, you're probably not. Okay. They, well, Uber, Uber drivers, take, what an interesting job. By the, they, I right. mean, they work for the company, Uber, right? And there should be some insurance coverage while driving a passenger, but there's a gap in there. There's a gap between when they have the app on, looking for someone to pick up, and not having anyone in their vehicle. That's where your insurance agent needs – you need to contact them yeah. and tell them, hey, I'm an Uber driver, and they can typically fill that gap. I couldn't say that two years ago. Okay. Two years ago, it was a difficult That's proposition, and- but now insurance companies have shifted, and most are providing options for Uber drivers, Lyft drivers. Uh, so be sure to contact That's interesting. I never thought that through. I, right. I'm not an Uber driver, but I suppose <laughs> think about being a pizza de- guy delivery. You're using a personal vehicle in many cases, right? Correct. Correct. And the new phenomenon is these companies where you go to, you fly to San Francisco or San Diego, and you use an app to pick up somebody else's vehicle. Have you heard of that yet? Oh, um, oh, and then you drive it to where they want you to drive it. Well, is you that ju- no, you just use someone else's vehicle. Yeah, it's Tur- Turo. Turo. Turo is Turo. the name yeah, of one yeah. of the companies where you are picking up instead of going through a, a traditional car rental company, you're yeah. using basically an individual so I, driving I there. Tesla I can drive your I can car. Say you can sure. rent my Tesla for. It's no different than VRBO with our, our correct our apartments, and yeah, we used them for a, a New York apartment. I was I thought that was so cool. 
I heard I that's what five thousand dollars a month if you want to live in Manhattan now. Oh, good grief! You're, yeah, the prices have just soared. It's insane. <laughs> this is one week. I called it the Seinfeld apartment. It right, was very right. close. There's bikes hanging from the ceiling, you know, and that lifestyle we got to experience for a week. Well, some people do that. They let their house be rented out. VRBO, Airbnb is another one, right? Yeah. Well, why would a car be no different? Right. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting, but then you have those those insurance ramifications on this. So, you know, with in, with inflation, then you know it's it's harder now to get things. I mean, you know, you'll see car lots uh, that they're way more empty than they normally are because it's hard for them to get and keep cars in stock. Um, so, like, well, we're gonna be building a building here soon. Um, is inflation affecting that? Because you know the raw materials are are up; all those costs are are up a lot. Is that going to be reflected in um, insurance premiums? And how do you prevent that? It there's there's no good way to prevent it. Um, but yes, it will absolutely impact it. And another good example is I just got my own personal homeowners insurance renewal about a week ago. And the coverage on the home was up about 14%. And what that means is, well, the premium presumably should be up, if not 14%, close to that. And all that really means is people are getting more coverage. It doesn't mean they're paying more. Well, they are paying more out of pocket, but they are getting a lot more coverage for their dollar. Uh, It is important to know that that's across the board. There's not a whole lot people can do about that. That's the world we live in is it costs more now for a company to replace your home should there be a total loss, a partial loss, a hailstorm, whatever covered claim there may be, it's going to cost more now. So people need to understand that when they're looking at their insurance premium and their insurance rates and their coverage, watch the amount of coverage that they had versus what they currently have, and that'll help explain because they'll automatically increase the, the coverage on that based off of their analysis for what it would cost to replace your home. The replacement, not with the market value. Has not a lot to do with the market value. It has right. to do with the replacement. It used to be a company would take it up 2 or 3%, and consumers would call us and say, hey, why are they doing that? Well, they're doing that for exactly this case because if they had to take it up now, it would be 25 to 30%. The cost of the product, up. like a new roof, for example. Roof. Uh, now, you talk to a contractor, you know, gas prices are up. It costs us more to drive to that job site to put the roof on. The product is more. I get it. It's it's inflation. It affects everything. So, uh, including your industry, insurance. It hits us pretty hard. And it, what I mean by hits us pretty hard is we empathize with people and with our consumers and our customers who call us and say, hey, why did this happen? Why did it go up? And then we have to be the ones to explain that costs more to buy lumber, roofing materials. All these contractors cost more to keep people on the job site and to get jobs. And skilled trains, can't, they can't even find the workers right now. Exactly. The exactly. jobs are in the skilled trades. It's an amazing industry, isn't it? it Make is. good money, benefits, and people are not showing up for the job interviews. So I'm told by many of my guests. Yeah. Yeah, it's madness. And we keep an eye on that, too, for retirement planning to not let – to try to stave off as much of the impact on inflation uh, already. And we build in a bit of higher inflation when we're doing retirement planning uh, for people because we uh, because we try to do, you know, oh, we want all your surprises to be good ones. And uh, so we plan worst case scenarios. So um, you know, it's, but it is, 
it does have an, have an impact on what people can can buy. You know, because talk about the real return. So if you, if, if inflation's nine point one percent, you know, uh, uh, on an annual basis, I know that's going to be you know that's what an annualized rate is. But um, you know, you have to kind of plan that in that your what you've saved in retirement isn't going to go as far, and so we need to take some steps to. Uh, mitigate that or overcome that um, in, in the future. So, Aaron Kowal, if people have questions as they listen to today's retirement clinic with our guest, Brian McGillis, your company, uh, Brian, is called McGillis Insurance. Yes, it is. You Located where? We are in beautiful Fredonia, Wisconsin. Yes, that's my neck of the woods. It is. It is just north of Sockville, Port Washington, and not too far from Milwaukee, about a 30-minute drive. Yeah, it's not It's not far at all. But you uh, don't need to live in Fredonia to work with you either. You, that's very true. <laughs> we go all over. You would say, you talked about third generation, 60 years in business, home, auto, business insurance is your forte, correct? That is. That is. And, and we have a... Good trained staff, all licensed agents in our office that can call, take your calls. Five days a week, we're there. And then typically, if you email me on a Sunday afternoon, I'll probably still answer your question. So. <laughs> ah, that's the kind of agent you want working for oh, you, right? Yeah. Brian, um, we have a lot to discuss. And with regard to your retirement, your your plans, I know insurance is intertwined, Aaron. And you'll yeah. get into uh, the boss segment, the sexy segment, all coming up. But just backing up a bit. At questions, you can go to thekowalway.com. Great website, the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist with a new location now in Heartland. That's some big news We eh, about two or three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so, a month. Yeah, about, uh, about a little over a month ago now. Um, you know, a, a good friend of ours was, is retiring. Uh, he's only known my dad for about 40 years or so. Oh, uh, but oh, we're, only 40. we're taking over, working with his uh, his clients taking over over that he's right in downtown Heartland, um, and so we are very uh, blessed to be able to to service these these people. Yeah, the Kowal Investment Group uh, in Waukesha with locations up in Ozaukee County near Fredonia, where you are, Brian, in Port Washington, in Phoenix, Arizona. In Racine, right off the freeway at Highway 20, and now that new Heartland location, part of the market updates and business reports on WISN for many, many years. Uh, those Monday through Friday Mark Belling show reports during drive time. Yeah. And now this year, you are celebrating 35 years in business. So I can't believe that. Kudos. Yeah. To, I mean, Jeff started the company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, August, I think August 1st of... Uh, of 87, so we just... Uh, so like when people have their birthday, years. you're in your anniversary month. Yeah, anniversary month. Anniversary, yeah. Some people celebrate their birthday all month or yes. all year. Um, you know, but yeah, so we're, we'll we'll take the, the the month. But 35 years, I mean, it's it's amazing. A lot of businesses don't last that long. A lot of them don't go to the next uh, generation uh, either. And we've got a young generation of, of very talented advisors in place to be able to work with people for the next 35 years. And then, of course, this show every Saturday here in WISN, the Retirement Clinic, their first show was a week. Was it before 9-11? Or uh, yeah, it was the, the week Saturday before 9-11. So uh, that's how long we've been doing the Saturday show. Call the Cowell Investment Group. Again, questions about Brian, our guest, as we talk about insurance with Brian McGillis. Your number, Aaron, 262-522-4040. That's the Cowell Investment yes. Group. Later in the show, we're going to give out Brian's own phone number so you get a chance to write that down for your insurance questions. And let's get back into this, too, because I mentioned 
home, auto, then I said business. So when you talk about business insurance, uh, Brian, give us the lay of the land. What does that all mean? That could be as small as you know your own personal shop that you have, a cobbler shop, an upholstery shop. We help all those folks out. It could be as large as a large manufacturer in our area. We deal with a whole array of different people for, well, workers' compensation solutions, liability solutions, and property that we kind of dove into a little bit with people's property coverage. So really, it's everything a business needs to have, a business should have to protect their assets, to protect their business. That's why we're here. And we are, we're an intermediary. We work with different insurance companies to find the right insurance solution for those businesses. Well, I think of Aaron when I'm talking about homeowner's insurance, right? You need a policy for your house. Yeah. Should anything happen to it, tragically burn down or anything, mm-hmm. why would a business be any different, right? And, and the loss of business income too. So let's say something happens That's to your business. Complex. There's a lot of smoke damage and now you're out of business for two months. Where are your customers going to go? Are they going to stay with you or are they going to go to your competitor? And that's typically what happens. Now, there's insurance coverage to protect you from those types of things too, loss of business income should people go elsewhere. So check your policy, know what you have, know what you're purchasing because it's not just throwing money at the wall. You should be buying something that's going to protect your business and help you in the future should you need to make a claim Mm -hmm. against that insurance policy. Yeah, I, you know, we got to take a break here, but Aaron, I'm and, and not to make light of your industry, Brian, but how many people could tell you what's in their policy exactly? They're supposed to read their policy, but I will tell you a <laughs> like good deductible, a good one percent, yeah, one percent. Think read of their that. policy, and it's it's fun actually in my job to take a call from someone who does read their policy because that's what we do in our office. We read these policies, we know these policies, we can answer their questions for the most part, for anyone who calls. Maybe it's a reminder so, just for some people. Sure, right. And, and it's a nice thing when someone looks through their policy and asks specific questions um, because that challenges me, I li- and I like that because it, I know then at claim time I'm going to get a call from someone who knows what they have versus someone who doesn't. Well, think about kids. You mentioned a 15-year-old before, so soon you'll be in that situation, right? He's got his temps. We, oh. uh, he, he drove us from Wausau to Green Bay yesterday. How did that go? It went just fine. A few lane changes, some people flying by us at incredible speeds. But, uh, yeah, it was was great. So he's he's doing well so far, and it's a new experience for – I can't the guy imagine. who's losing some of his hair. Oh. My my you know, my oldest is twelve. Yeah, you, you're right imagine. around the corner, Aaron. Holy cow! I can't yep. imagine. I remember as the father of two daughters, uh, both who did well and passed their first time. I remember a few moments when they had their temps, and it's their first time in the road, right? And you're you're just like, oh my gosh, she's she really needs some practice. <laughs> <laughs> Driving does but, take its repetition, its practice, checking the blind spot. You mentioned getting rattled by the guy. That does go by 90 or 95 on the freeway. They're going to make mistakes, too, and, and you yeah. accept those and then use those as learning experiences. And that's important, too, to know and to teach young drivers that you know, you're know you dealing with precious cargo. I have a 15-year-old, but I also have a 12- and a 10-year-old, and he's going to be driving them around. So yeah. not only is he a valuable commodity that cannot be replaced but so are his brother and his sister so Absolutely. it's important for them to know that's a great point older brother drove me around he was five years older got his license i'll say yes you know right. Right. finally somebody to take me somewhere other than mom and dad and then you get your own license very liberating 
very, very, but boy, do you have the proper insurance? You deal with all of this. So we'll be back after a quick break. uh, And we're talking with Brian McGillis. McGillis Insurance is in Fredonia. And I'll give out that number right now. This goes directly to Brian, 262-790, then four zeros, right? That's pretty nice, huh? It's hard to remember. That's seven nine zero 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 zero. That's the easiest number to give out to people. And we pick up the phone too, which is nice. So that is even better. Uh, you'll reach McGillis Insurance two six two seven nine zero 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 zero. Okay, coming back, we've got the boss segment for business owners, their savings and security. The sexy segment, as always, on the Retirement Clinic, hosted by Aaron Kowal of the Kowal Investment Group, and I'm Paul Cronforst on WISN. Welcome back. Time for the boss segment on the Retirement Clinic. Hosting the show today, Aaron Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group. Brian McGillis is our guest from McGillis Insurance. They're located in Fredonia, home, auto, business. And part of this segment, it's called BOSS. It's an acronym for business owners, savings, and their security. And Aaron, are we going to have Brian help us out today? Oh, yes, we will. Uh, yeah, We talk about uh, business succession, uh, about diversifying outside business, all kinds of things we've been talking about for, I've probably been doing this boss segment for almost 10 years now. And um, one of the things we want to talk about is re- replacement costs uh, for business owners and inventorying items because it can be, uh, you want to make sure you have the right, especially now with inflation because I think a lot of business owners that where they actually have goods, where they have raw materials or finished goods, uh, a lot of that is more, a lot more expensive to replace now but how do we make sure that the, the um, business owners have the right insurance, have enough coverage? Why don't we talk? Why don't you talk a little bit about that, Brian? And a lot of business owners know better than I do what it costs for the things that they have within their own business. For example, if you're a dentist or an orthodontist, that type of stuff, the type of equipment they have, they should have a much better grasp of what they have. So going room by room and inventorying the items that they have. And then contacting their insurance agent and saying, here's what I have, here's the estimated value, and then we can help you analyze whether you have enough coverage. The most recent one I had was someone who contacted us with very similar inventory list. It was great to have. We found out he did have enough coverage, but then at that same time, we reviewed his building coverage and reviewed and found out that he didn't have enough building coverage. So it's a great thing to do. Contact your insurance agent as a business owner and you can, they can help you determine whether you have enough coverage, too much coverage sometimes in one place, or, hey, we need to really fill this gap. And a lot of times, things like covering your property and your building, it's, it's typically a very low-cost thing on an insurance policy. It's usually liability that costs a little mm. bit more. So to cover your building, to cover your personal property, review what you have, go through, take photos, and take an inventory. So if you have... You say liability is higher. Is that because a lot of times businesses have a lot higher foot traffic and other people coming in? There's more chances for somebody to get hurt. Or and I know some businesses are more inherently more dangerous than others. It can be, and and typically where liability cost comes in is with the sale of goods. Uh, you're producing a product, you're shipping it out, and there there's product liability. You know, so so depending on the sales of the organization and what you're selling, it going out into the world. And then someone has an issue with it. Could be a product recall. Could be someone got sick because of what you were selling them, or sure. or a food product you were selling them. So that's why, in general, liability costs a little bit more. Now, if you're 
uh, you know, if you are a, a building owner that leases out to individuals, property is going to cost you a little bit more. But if you're a manufacturer of a product, mm-hmm. that liability is really what you need to check and make sure that you have enough coverage and and talk with your professional advisor. I have a so, question. Just, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking this through, right? Let's say I'm a, an owner of a business, picket, storage units, right, or anything. Right. Let's say I own a duplex and I have two tenants, but I don't live do I do I ensure the contents of those buildings or just the building? You own you and if you own contents within that building, you own the refrigerator, the washer and dryer. You ensure those contents. But, furnace like mechanicals. Correct, and a lot of times the furnace is considered a part of the building. You ensure the building mm-hmm. and you ensure whatever contents you may have in there. But no, the the tenant needs to make sure that they have a renter's insurance policy or a condo insurance policy, if they're in a condominium, they are responsible for their own items. So if it's an accidental, let's say it's an accidental fire, and the furnace goes up in flames and torches the entire building, the building owner's got coverage. But the tenant needs to make sure they have a renter's insurance mm-hmm. policy, which yeah. is so inexpensive. They can't just figure out, well, it's the the building, it was caused by the building. It's still not, yeah. If, yeah. It's, if it's one of those acts where it's it's not the building owner's fault, there's no liability on there on their hands. The tenant needs to make sure they have their own renters and insurance coverage for their own clothing. And they're so inexpensive in that if someone has an auto insurance policy and adds a renter's insurance policy, your auto typically goes down. So to add a renter's policy is usually a very low cost item to do. And and everyone should have. Uh, We didn't talk about this before. Do you have any, I learned by, by stories and I'm a visual learner. I don't know if you have any you know, horror stories, a business or a business owner that didn't, is like, yeah, I don't need the, that type of insurance. I mean, what what's what are the ramifications if they aren't insured right now? Do you have any, per, no names, obviously, right, right. but you know, any personal stories or examples? Keeping it general, absolutely. We have seen situations where in our state, auto insurance is mandatory. You have to carry auto insurance, but there's still people driving around without auto insurance. Yeah, Homo- yeah there you go. Right, <laughs> that right. Does yeah. not include me for the record I have it. There's people driving around on, on the freeway without driver's licenses. We we know that. Absolutely yeah. or with suspended I mean, licenses. Ab- yeah, they they are all over the place. Oh, uh, they're yeah. everywhere. With no light the the car's not licensed. They're, not, they're breaking all the rules. Right. And we I got a call the other day from an individual who just wasn't a believer in insurance. And so he says he canceled everything. Canceled his homeowner's insurance, canceled his rental dwelling insurance, and he's going to go without it. I'm not here to tell you and force you to say you must carry homeowner's insurance. Now, your mortgage company is going to tell you you do. That's right. But if you don't have a mortgage, you can go without homeowner's insurance. Now, I'm not recommending that, by the way. (laughs) I'd say who suffers the consequences if something bad happens? The individual. And that's, so, that's not insured or underinsured. Correct. And they're going to have to hire their own legal defense. And then that's where the financial aspect of it ties in with what Aaron does, which is yep. if you don't carry insurance coverage, now you're going to lose a lot of what you've gained over the years. Uh, so those non-believers in insurance, we've got story after story to, to tell you why you need to have it. And boy, oh boy, I hope they do. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's, you know, being ridiculous on both ends where uh, I don't believe in insurance. I don't want it. Well, you're going to have to rebuild and there goes, there could go retirement. Well, we said it before. Um, Those guys that say I pay premium after premium my whole life. Right. And I've never collected. Right. Right. Great. Until that day that you need it. it. And that's insurance. You're putting your money in a pot and you, it's like life insurance. It's good that you never have to use it because that means you're alive. 
and you're able to say, yes. hey, I never had to use it. I was paying all these premiums. It's the same with auto insurance and homeowners insurance. You hope to never have to use it, but you should carry it. And and, and even if you're a non-believer in insurance, you use it for those extraordinary circumstances and for liability if someone sues you. Well, let, let's pivot then. Um, we're, talk, we're, we're talking about the right amount of insurance. You know, a lot of our, our people that, that listen are higher net worth. They uh, this would actually make a good sexy segment at the end, but we can bring it up to now. Um, but what about um, you know if I lo- let somebody use my house, or you know I've got a boat and let them drive around my boat, or I have a VRBO or an Airbnb? Who's how do I insure that? Who's responsible? So let's say I have a boat and I let my neighbor use it and they wreck it, uh, or, or they, they get hurt. They get hurt, or they hurt yeah. somebody else. Yes. Uh, yeah. wh- who's liable and you know, how, how much trouble am I in? <laughs> Everybody, but yeah, the, the the in our state, typically liability follows the owner of the item, an owner of a vehicle and an owner of a watercraft. A great example is if I'm out on a lake and I'm using Aaron's watercraft with his permission, yeah. and I am going around having a good time, and I cut off someone who's wakeboarding, and now I cause them serious bodily harm. Aaron is on the hook for that, as could potentially me. So it's important that when you are renting an item to someone else, one, know who they are. Make sure they have the responsibility to drive around a watercraft. They know what they're doing. Uh, And and then secondly, let's say you're renting out a house. Um, Make sure you know who you're renting to. If you have a VRBO, you need to, again, contact your insurance agent because there are gaps. If you are renting what an insurance company thinks is a primary home. They think it's my home. But then at claim time, there's someone else there who was living there. That could be an issue. Hey, Brian, they could deny coverage. Correct. Yeah. It's it's possible. And yeah. that's worst case scenario. Uh, denying coverage would be a horrible uh, thing to happen. Now, if I get like security systems, I've got cameras in my business or even around my home. I know this is sensitive, especially with VRBO. Right. I'm I'm moving into this guy's house for a week. I'm paying them the fee and. You know, through VRBO, everything's fine. But what if something happens? Now, what about security? Can that give you a discount on your premiums? Doesn't it matter? Is it a wash? Is it? it there's a certain level where someone has a, a house a certain size, and it's going to be required by the insurance company. There are discounts, though, for security systems. They typically have to be central station where someone is monitoring it. You know, for example, if I have a system that goes directly to my phone, there's typically not going to be a discount for that. Like it's a great it, or a ring or something like it's that. It's a great yeah, thing right. to have because I can see the animals that are running around my house at 2 a.m. and it's fun, but that doesn't provide a discount because I'm sleeping in the middle of the night right. and, yeah. and that does not going to report to anyone. Yeah. So typically it has to be central station monitored. Someone is checking this thing. Your house got broken into when you're out of town. It can provide a discount. It's not going to knock your socks off as far as what an insurance company is going to provide for a discount, but it's still a great thing to have. Mm, interesting. Business, too. goes for home and business, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's good to know what's going on around your business. If uh, the window gets broken, it's good to know whether it was I just me, assume, me with a lawnmower. Don't you guys just yeah. assume you're always on the camera at any parking lot as you walk in, as you drive through major intersections in Milwaukee, as I go to a Brewer game, Summerfest State Fair? You're you're on camera. Oh, absolutely. I'm used and, to this. And And... My window got broken at my house, and unfortunately, the security camera caught me putting a rock through it with a lawnmower. 
So really? it wasn't anyone else's fault but my own. So really? you can't you can't blame anyone else with a security camera in place. So you thought that somebody tried to break in? And was, I was going to blame. No, I was going to blame one of the kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that's always the go-to. You can still do that, Brian. It's not like they have access to I'm the video. I'm on camera. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, in all seriousness, um, you're. I assume whenever you deal with a claim, be honest, fully transparent with everything right and that's what we ask for because then we can provide the best counsel for individuals we can help yep. put the best light on it to the insurance company and try to find coverage and and that's what we do we we know these insurance contracts your insurance agent should know their insurance contract where they can go and help you and if it's a burst pipe tell them about what happened you were out of town and you came back and there's water mm-hmm. all over the floor tell them exactly what happened and then they can be honest with you tell you whether there's coverage or whether they don't think there's going to be coverage and 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 get a claim turned in for you and, and help you along the way. Yep. Well, and let me ask about about this too. Um, at what point should individual collectible items uh, be insured? Like I know Paul has a shrunken head collection. You know, I. <laughs> it's worth a lot. Don't make fun of it. Okay, fine. Uh, but like I collect, you know, I collect like books, and I collected. I have some pretty valuable baseball cards what about from when art? I was people as or guitars, significant artwork in some homes. Artwork, right? yeah. What about things like that? I know, like my, you know, I have my uh, wife's engagement wedding rings, you know, um, you know, insured. But what about some of the other collectible things? At what point should you start? Seriously thinking about that. There are limitations on most insurance policies for certain collectibles. And when you say the word collectibles, it's such a broad topic. It could be yeah. someone Beanie has, Babies. Right, but, you right. Know. It, it, but, you know, I went into a house and they had it. I was in M&M heaven. They had nothing but M&M. Really? Collectibles. You, you so, mean the candy, the candy or the, or the, the candy and they had the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, good point. So, but nonetheless, it, things like guns are limited. Uh, things like furs can be limited. Jewelry is certainly limited. Think of it like an insurance company. You're going. So, but in you have to, to get them. another rider on you do. top of that. You so do. What time? At what point should we look and say, "Hey, I've got fifteen thousand dollars in books. Right. Um, I should have. Should I have something separate on that?" It's a great question. So, what you need to do is contact your insurance agent, find out if there's a limitation on that type of property. So, for books, for example, let's say there's no limitation. It's covered by your personal property. And then it's subject to a deductible. So they say you have a $1,000 deductible, you've got coverage, right? And then it's up to you whether you want to individually list the item. So contact your agent, find out if there's a limitation on a collectible, and they'll let you know, and then they can help you. What's interesting is sometimes Aaron brought up great examples, sentimental and personal to him. Obviously, uh, wedding rings, maybe it's the M&M collection. But is the value monetarily that high, right? We have a safe in our house, you know. Right. Uh, I sh- I'm sure as an insurance guy, you recommend put the – I'll give out the combination after the next break. Uh, <laughs> I'm Callers number 4862342. Oh, how many guys – what is the uh, stat for the keyboard by the garage door? Now front doors have the same keypad. It's always one, two, three, four. Right, right. Folks, it's like your password on the computer. Be a little creative. Yeah. And you got to be careful. Now you can get the ones where you can change it for the contractor, right? Temporary code. Sure. They all say there's an app for that. You mentioned the Ring doorbell or the yeah. Nest product. That's very cool to have just for your own security. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why I mentioned the safe. That's more of a personal thing, but just to keep things all in one place. Yeah, it's a nice thing to have in the home, and it's a good peace of mind. And and especially if you have a collection of firearms, it's it's very important that you keep that in a safe. 
and keep that in a safe place just because especially if, if even if you don't have children you may have grandchildren around you may have nieces and nephews it's important to keep that in a safe place when we come back brian mcgillis is our guest how do you reach out mcgillis insurance in fredonia we'll give that with aaron kowal today's retirement clinic check out the kowalway.com or questions call her office monday through friday all those new locations that we mentioned the heartland racine is fairly new port washington waukesha 262-522-4040. That's the phone number of the Kowal Investment Group. 262-522-4040. The sexy segment is around the corner on WISN. The Retirement Clinic back on WISN with Aaron Kowal, our guest Brian McGillis from McGillis Insurance. This is our sexy segment and we're getting near the end of the hour, so we're going to pick it up a bit but it's always a good one it's on wealth management preservation yeah absolutely so the show is for everybody this section uh is for anybody with with generally with a million dollars or more investable assets um and this is actually from i'm not i'm gonna race through this a little bit but it's from uh, a white paper so if you're interested in it we can we can send this off uh to you but it's called a wealth planning process for pursuing success on purpose one of the best things you can do when managing wealth is to be extremely clear on what you're looking to accomplish and what hurdles stand or could stand in your way. You know, it's not like ready, shoot, aim, right? You want to you wanna know where what you want to accomplish and, and get there uh, on purpose. So why success in investing in business in life rarely happens by accident. When you're clear-eyed about where you want to go and what you could get in your, your way along the journey, you can both create a better map and build in better contingency plans. But there is a process that we follow that we, we help clients with. So I mean, there are six steps I'm going to go into very briefly um, on these. First, profiling. Truly effective wealth planning happens when you and any other financial advisors you work with have a deep understanding of yourself and the people in your life who will be involved in or impacted by your planning decisions. Without these insights, all the specialized financial expertise in the world or the most advanced solutions are of little use. It's like a doctor treating a patient's illness. If the diagnosis is incorrect, the treatment is not likely to be effective. Uh, two, consultation with professional support networks. We use people like Brian. We bring in people like Brian. you got to have specialized expertise. The member of the network should be top authorities in highly specialized areas that are relevant to your financial life. Most financial advisors know enough to be dangerous. Um, and so you got to have specialized expertise with high, uh, high integrity and professionalism and, honestly, chemistry. Uh, everyone within the new network must play well in the same sandbox. Um, scenario thinking, number three, scenario thinking with profiles created and professional network in place, advisors can engage in scenario thinking with you. So kind of go through the, what ifs, what if I die early while the children are young, who will decide what they, what, when they should have unrestricted access to money? What if I'm going to pay the lowest possible tax bill in my investments without having to give up control over how the money is managed? What if someone falls in my building, hurts himself and sues? What if I want to expand my business to other countries and want to legally minimize the amount of taxes I'll have to pay? So you got to come up with these scenarios. Um, the, the other three is framing the recommendations clearly. You got to, the, the, I could come up with a very convoluted plan, but if, it, if it's not clearly understood, the chances of success are very low. Uh, implementing. That, I mean, you can make the prettiest, one, most wonderful, complex plan, but if it's not implemented, it's not going to happen. Once you've chosen the way you want to proceed, the plan is put into motion. Uh, and then ongoing monitoring and refining, because you don't just set it and forget it. It's not a Ronco cooker. 
Uh, and so laws change, lives change. It's smart to ensure that any wealth planning you do stays up to date with such changes and that the plan remains positioned to generate the results you want. Therefore, a major aspect, aspect of the virtuous cycle approach is to continually monitor any and all changes that could have an impact on your future success. So that's from uh, a white paper that we have. If, if you're interested in getting the whole text, you know, reach out to me at the Kowalway. Dot com. You'll send it out. I will send it right out. But it's it's really it's important for a lot of things in in life and a lot of, especially when it comes to uh, to wealth planning that it's not done on accident. It's not you don't just you know succeed on on accident. It has to be on purpose, and you got to have a clear goal. Brian Gill, you know, you mentioned the what ifs. What if somebody falls on a property, gets hurt? Yeah. I mean, think about winter in Wisconsin, all the what well, there's ifs. there's no ice here. What no, are you talking about? No, we never have that happen, of course. But, you know, that played right into it. Brian McGillis from McGillis Insurance has been our guest. When we come back, how to reach out to both Aaron Kowal, the Kowal Investment Group, and how do I get in touch with this Brian guy with my insurance questions? We'll get back to it on the Retirement Clinic here in WISN. Finishing up the retirement clinic, thanks to Brian McGillis from McGillis Insurance in Fredonia. How do I reach you, Brian, off the air? 262-790-0000 is the phone number. Glad to talk with any of you. Boy, that's an easy number to remember. Tuck it away. 262-790-0000. Aaron Kowal, great show. Your site, of course, thekowalway.com. Yeah, thekowalway.com. Phone number is 262-522. 4040. You can also find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at Kowal underscore invest. Uh, also connect with me personally on LinkedIn. Connect with us on LinkedIn as well. And you and your fantastic team at the Koal Investment Group, Monday through Friday. Don't forget, uh, during the Belling Show, 3 and 5 p.m. news blocks for those daily market updates. We thank the Kowal Investment Group. Aaron, have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. And we're back, of course, next Saturday with the Retirement Clinic, 10 a.m. each weekend, right here on WISN.